Welcome to the Two Bananas podcast. I'm Lucy. And I'm Zoe. And we're here to talk about being two British Chinese girls living in the UK and all the shits and gigs that comes with it. From discussing growing up to adulthood and all the things in between, join us as two friends chatting about our lives. Welcome back everyone. Um, I hope you're all doing really well. Um, in this episode, we want to be talking about Chinese New Year because the New Year is um, up and coming on, is it Oh, which Sunday? Day? This Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday. So 22nd, Lucy, goodness me. I know. I, I literally have like lost track of time. So obviously, because it's a very important celebration for the both of us, we wanted to dedicate a whole episode just talking about um the wonders of Chinese New Year and the lunar year as well for those of you who celebrate the lunar new year, um, but you know, aren't Chinese or from cultures who celebrate the lunar new year as well. So yeah, for those who don't know. Um, Chinese New Year follows the lunar calendar. So actually in the British or the normal calendar that we currently follow, it changes every year, doesn't it? Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's all pretty much normally. It's like usually either end of January or beginning of February or like mid-Feb. But I think the last few years it's it's been in February rather than in January. Yeah, it's definitely in February because I've had a right mare. Um, I got my anniversary and Chinese New Year um, mixed up. Well, not mixed up, <laughs> but basically because Chinese New Year has been in February. Well, which one takes precedent? Which one's priority? <laughs> well, I just thought they were on the same day. This is why it's been was really bad. So my anniversary is on the 22nd. And obviously this year, Chinese New Year is on the 22nd. But because Chinese New Year is normally been in February the last couple of years I instantly just thought it was in February again <laughs> so I told my boyfriend that our anniversary falls under Chinese New Year and then when I was organizing everything he was like wait you saying it's in like next week but that's January I was like yeah and he was like when's our anniversary I was like in February I was like oh my god I was like, I've confused <laughs> the dates and then I was like did I get Chinese New Year wrong or did I get our anniversary wrong? And I was like, which one's worse? <laughs> yeah, I mean, your Chinese ancestors would be very disappointed in you. Well, this is, this is my Chinese thing. Is. Although having said that, I feel like it changes every year. And then I never know the, <laughs> the actual date of New Year's Day. Because I always knew, like, know like the celebration is around about whatever time. But I never know the exact day of the New Year. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I rather piss off my boyfriend then my dedicated ancestors to yeah. <laughs> especially this time of prosperity and the new year new me all of this <laughs> so how's um the last two weeks been because obviously we couldn't record last week I know so we had a little break I know that so we yeah I had I had an exam which was um yeah I mean I don't even know really what to say about it. You know, when you just do an exam and then you don't really know how it goes. But um, yeah, at least it's done is the main thing. But yeah, it was fine. It was a bit of a weird throwback because it was one of those exams that you do in the driving test centre. Like, uh, yeah, it was uh, on a computer. Was it, mul- was it multiple choice? So multiple choice. It was on a computer. Um, And then, yeah, I had to go to the driving test centre, which really funnily, I, I mean, obviously I have been to the driving test centre before when I was like 17. <laughs> and um like obviously either had to do my driving test 
theory or I also did my UK cat which was like an entry exam for medicine and I was like uh, god this is bringing about bad memories <laughs> <laughs> so what's this but, exam for so it's for speciality training so the way that it works is that you do this exam and it's sort of it's incorporated into the scoring system to basically get you into certain specialities so um yeah but I mean if anyone ever wants like a career episode on <laughs> the the highs and lows of medicine just yeah let us know because I can do a whole whole ass episode on that but um yeah uh, so that was the uh, exam <laughs> don't worry guys I went med school with Lucy well I contributed my three years as a patient so yeah I can give my side (laughs) (laughs) all all um... the checks all the checks have been done on me (laughs) (laughs) talking about your driving center my car so (laughs) none of you guys know this yet and I will post a photo but the front of my car got stolen (laughs) I mean, honestly, how does that even happen to anybody? Literally. So I've had <laughs> I've had the worst luck with it. She guys, someone has stolen her her actual bonnet. Like... So my bonnet, my bumper, <laughs> my side wings, and they've broken a window because to get to open my bonnet. So the whole front is gone. It's like, literally... how does someone steal an actual bonnet? Like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, it's like it annoys me. All the things to be stolen as well, literally. <laughs> I know it's like, could you not just steal the whole car? Like, <laughs> and also, what what actually really irritated me was they broke the window that didn't have the dent in, on the car. <laughs> I mean, could they not be a bit, you know, nicer? Just, just gotta <laughs> steal my stuff and break the window where it should have been a bit more conscientious. Exactly, break. <laughs> the window of the dented side side. yeah I mean it's fine it's getting written off now but it's just trying to find a car and everything it's just so annoying so and then on top of like your house stuff as well oh my god yeah I I've been paint scraping all the doors and everything so I keep finding white speckles of paint everywhere and honestly I've showered everything and I'm still finding it yeah we have plaster everywhere so you know you're not alone (laughs) I know the draw the dramas of like the ha- the house, the house car and a new job. So that's it. No more. I've had my three. And, <laughs> and it's only the beginning. It's only mid-January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but new year, new me, it's coming up. And I, and I got my hair done, I know, ready. New, new hair. Because new year, the, I'm guessing loads of you guys could relate, but Asian hair, thick and just does what it wants. So I ha- had baby hairs growing at the front um and it was like this half fringe half knot so I've just cut like curtain bangs into it and new color and new color because it was really ratty before let's be honest (laughs) (laughs) and I was like you know what starting a new job starting the new year what a good time to exactly and now it's Chinese new year as well new hair time for Chinese new year (laughs) exactly so that's the main reason guys it's new hair (laughs) new hair who this (laughs) Okay, so so Chinese New Year. Yeah. So how do you say Chinese New Year? Because obviously, for those who don't know, I speak more Cantonese and Hakka and you speak more Mandarin. So I think it'd be really interesting to see what um, traditions and cultures has followed through or what doesn't. But in Cantonese, obviously, we say Senlin Fai Lot, which tr- literally translates to Happy New Year. Yeah, and in Mandarin, it's Xinyan Kuala. But then 
I don't know about for you, because for us, when we talk about Chinese New Year or like the Lunar New Year, we'd call it Chun's Year, which is Spring Festival. Oh, there probably is one, but you've outed me and I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) When you guys know I'm like the fake Asian. (laughs) To make when I did when I did this planning for our podcast, guys, I've had to ping ying the Cantonese words just so I remember them. (laughs) I'm like, good thing Lucy doesn't actually understand Cantonese. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Chinese New Year do you do any like traditions on the lead up to Chinese New Year have you ever done any of like the traditional stuff so to be fair so my family aren't that traditional and I think it's a bit more difficult for me because the last time I did Chinese New Year properly with like my whole family like bearing in mind obviously all of my family live in China it's literally just me and my parents so when I was growing up obviously me and my parents didn't ever do like a proper Chinese New Year celebration and last time I did a Chinese New Year like proper celebration like um back in China with all my family was literally probably when I was like three or four so we literally have never done any real traditions bar maybe watching so I don't know whether you might know this um, TV show or whether anyone else might know this but there's something that we used to watch called which is basically like the New Year's show that they put on TV in, in mainland China and everybody watches it and it's like just a big tradition and they do lots of like there's lots of sketches there's music there's you know like like the kind of like New Year's or Christmas type shows that you get like almost like you know like Children Need or like Comic Relief like those really long kind of shows mm-hmm. a little bit like that but like a Chinese New Year version where there's loads of performances and like lots of different things and it goes all the way up until I think that's on like New Year's Eve and that's that runs all the way until like midnight or 1am or whatever it is but yeah we don't really do very much to be honest um yeah how about you uh we often do like a few I know there's having done some research into it there's like tons and obviously it lasts like two weeks isn't it like yeah like it's for it runs forever Mm -hmm. um we don't really do it for like the two weeks but there's always stuff that we try and incorporate in so um we always have the dedicated day to clean your house. Mm. So I get told the day, but there's usually a specific day. So the, this for this year, it's actually when our podcast get released. So it's on Thursday. Um, so all of you lot should be cleaning your house that day. <laughs> um, and then it's just to make sure, obviously, everything's fresh. So new bedding and all of this. So it's ready for New Year. So we do that. And then we also... Wear, try and wear a new piece of clothing yeah actually the new piece of clothing you mentioned that is a thing to be fair yeah like getting a new outfit and then like that's meant to be a tradition uh, tradition because I know my parents used to do that when they were little as well because that was like the only time that they'd ever get like new clothes <laughs> so we don't do well we may do outfits but I don't do outfits there's always just a new piece of clothing mm. and some some years we always forget so it's like <laughs> does anyone have any new clothing so it's always like underwear or like socks socks or something yeah Yeah. (laughs) so normally you have to prep for it but like I think last year I had to have some of mum's new socks to wear because I didn't have any (laughs) um so yes you're literally like scrounging off of other people's (laughs) new clothes (laughs) yeah it's like please can you give me your luck (laughs) um yeah so they're like the main things I think we do 
leaving your pen sometimes like on the day mm-hmm. and then I think on the day as well we do things like give offerings to like our ancestors so I don't know if you guys have it at your house but we have a little like Chinese shrine area mm. where it's got the like the incense where we've got places where you can basically pray to yeah um, so we all normally go and well my stepdad does it every day he offers anyway incense but we'll make sure we everyone does incense and stuff so we'll make sure we do that to um, offer it to our ancestors mm-hmm. um but then it's mostly just a celebration of food and everyone getting together really so yeah. do you normally have any special foods and stuff you eat yeah like we generally I think from like with my family anyway because we live like north of China um traditionally we have dumplings like as in jiaozi so like you like well I suppose the English term being like gyozas but like rather than like pot stickers or like fried gyozas like what you'd get you'd like it would be like the water dumplings that we have so that would be traditionally what we do like a lot of the time it's like a nice family thing to do as well everybody's together you make the dumplings together like it's more of a family activity and then you can watch like you know the tv show like as you're doing that and then have dinner after this so that's traditionally i think what we eat on like sort of like new year's eve and then otherwise like i mean i know there's like quite traditional foods like you know having a big fish like one like i don't know what type i think usually it's like sea bass or something like that yeah fish is like really like good like it's a sign of like look and whatever and then um I know like a couple days in we have um you know tongyuan so oh yeah like, this, yeah the glutinous ball thing yeah I don't know they're how like to... they're, so they're like glutinous balls and then it's like in this sweet syrup yeah it's like got like sesame like black sesame or like red sesame or red like red bean paste inside oh no we're plain I'm a plain Jane gal oh, we like plain no so we have like ones with like sesame black sesame inside or like red bean paste mm. um black sesame is my favorite that's Is yeah, it? by far my favorite so good oh my God, yeah. I don't I'm not a big fan of black sesame oh uh, see when I was younger I used to hate black sesame because of the texture but I just love it now it's got like a bit of a crunch to it it's nice and sweet it's so so good so that's what we always have as well and I think that's meant to also be like a sign of like look and things like that as well yeah um, yeah yeah because we have I think you're supposed to have noodles as well because that's like longevity longevity yes because well this is one thing that we I mean that's a separate thing but as in we do that like on birthdays so you would get like a like some Uh, noodles like really long noodles and you try and get like the longest one and a sign of like a really really long one is like to bring longevity and health Um, oh I see yeah we don't we well we sort of fake it till you make it and we use rice vermicelli I think uh, like the noodles so <laughs> I feel like it represents the noodle effect but yeah you could tell like from both of our conversations that like we've taken some of the traditions and some yeah. of like the aspects but like it's they've all been so filtered down over the years of our yeah, like again whitewashing so like it's like we're like oh yeah we do this so like we do that but not always um did you ever get the good luck sweets so it's like it's in like a red shiny packaging. With, I think it says like good luck in Chinese. And then it's like pink. In the I middle. don't know whether I ever got that, you know. <laughs> no, it's really... I don't think I ever got given that. <laughs> and so we so we eat them quite a lot in um, as like a, they're sweets that you normally get. But they're really tasty. Um, and 
them one of my faves so I thought I'd mention them no, but there's the only sweet that we used to have were white rabbits did you ever have white rabbits oh yeah that, that cool. yeah <laughs> yeah those were the rabbits. only sweets that I used to have white rabbits <laughs> these ones sorry I'm just showing her on my phone oh so they're like you, know what? you, you show it to me you showed it to me and it that looks really familiar well that's just reminded me so obviously it says four on those sweets which is like happiness almost and then so that's one thing as well like decorations wise like do you do any decorations in your house or is there a tradition of like what you would decorate your house with um no I don't think we really do the decorations I know some families do but we never really have Mm. so decorating is just not something we've really done have you guys so in like here we don't but whenever I go back to China like all my family like my grandparents and everybody will have like those four signs but they'll have it dull which means like upside down yeah yeah the upside, have it down. upside down to basically represent like happiness and bringing good luck for the future and then you'd also have like obviously like banners with like other like you know like sort of sayings and things like that as well like sort of like you know to bring like peace or happiness whatever mm-hmm. and then firecrackers so when I was younger I remember when I was like three or four obviously when I was much much younger there's like pictures of us like in Chinese New Year with people setting off firecrackers but I think to be honest nowadays in China I think that's actually banned <laughs> because oh, is it? it's pollution. really quite polluting yeah it's really yeah. Like, there's a lot of pollution so now firecrackers are technically banned but I, th- I mean I think probably people in the countryside probably still do use it because who's going to police that but mm. um yeah like that was one thing that we used to have as well and like lanterns like those were like decorations that we'd all have up um but yeah basically anything red and anything gold <laughs> I think yeah, basically it was like the main they're, thing they're red the colours aren't they yeah they are the colours of I mean, not just Chinese New Year, but I suppose luck and like prosperity and everything in Chinese culture. Mm. So, yeah. Then how about like all the sayings? Because obviously I would normally say um, when it's Chinese New Year, like gong hei fat chai. And that obviously I say to wish people New Year, but actually translated, that means I hope you get really wealthy yeah and that's and that's literally the same as us as well so the way that we would say it is gong si fa tai, which is literally exactly the same thing. oh yeah it's very similar it's very similar yeah <laughs> which i just it really makes me laugh because it's like i love how underlyingly the the asianness is still like yeah we hope you get rich babes Come oh on. yeah do you not think it's really <laughs> funny i feel like underlying everything in like chinese culture in terms of like what is like bringing you know what is good it's like you know getting rich longevity <laughs> like, mm. happiness like those are the, the things that's always like it always comes back to those things um which kind of makes me laugh I mean us yeah Chinese people we, I feel like it's very well known that um we love money we do we do just love money <laughs> and we love a bargain we love, we a, love bargain. a bargain we love yeah we love money I suppose traditionally people like to gamble as well <laughs> but um yeah which I mean I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing but <laughs> no I know do you often say like the like phrases as well so like you normally wish people like I don't know like long life or like we yeah. have a saying it's like, oh is it like big tangerine big peach and my stepdad <laughs> was just like you've translated it completely wrong so you've literally taken that whole context out of like <laughs> what it's actually meant and I went oh okay yeah and it just goes to show like how bad like 
my Chinese actually is. Oh, honestly, I'm the same. Like I what? So I mean, for those of you guys who don't know, I'm actually going back to China tomorrow. My flight is tomorrow. So when this episode comes out, I will be on a flight Um, and I'm going to have to start looking up phrases on my phone because it's been so long since I've been back. And especially for Chinese New Year, I'm like, God, my Chinese is out practice. I need to get my phrases down. I need to, you know, figure out what I need to say to my grandparents and stuff like that. So, yeah, we do have phrases like that, too. Again, like things. I think also Chinese is quite a metaphorical language sometimes. Like, yeah, I struggle so bad. Yeah, like what you were saying about like you'll have sayings that sometimes play on words because obviously the characters can are different and it will have different meanings but they might sound the same mm. so it can be like a play on words for like the meaning and then also certain objects and certain things are um representative of you know like health or long life or things like that like I know like peaches is a very like it's a symbol of like longevity and like good health Mm. so like again traditional um traditionally like I know like when my grandpa like turned 80 like his birthday is like December did you get that massive peach the big peach yeah. yeah the huge peach like my grandpa got a massive a giant peach cake um and as in as in a cake that looks like a peach not not an actual peach flavored cake but and then loads of like mini mini peaches that were like basically like bowser like you know like (laughs) yeah so yeah my granddad had that we had it like a big bow peach and then you open it up and it's got like mini lotus paste um bowels yeah that was literally yeah like what my grandpa had for his 80th and my my brother when he when he opened it was like that's so cool i want one and mum's like no (laughs) When you hit 80, you're like allowed when you your hit 80, yeah, yeah. You've, got, you've got a little while left to wait. <laughs> yeah, literally. And it's like, oh, but they're so cool. Um, yeah, that is quite funny. Um, so moving on to the best thing about Chinese Year almost, the red envelopes, the lucky money. Our red packets. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can't have Chinese New Year without talking about red packets because let's be honest, that is, I mean, bar the food maybe, but that's, oh my um, God, yeah, the food. bar the food, the red packets are like the next best thing. <laughs> yeah, literally. But do you not find like we're of an age where it's like, do we still receive of people? Because mm. we're quite, we're now adults. I guess it was different when, the older generation used to get married a lot quicker but like I, I ain't married I'm like I want those red packets <laughs> <laughs> but also it's like you're 27 so like with us we get um my parents and immediate family will give it to us now but probably not any of like the outer friendships of people um, the outer yeah. like aunties and uncles mm. and stuff how about yeah. you? Do you guys, do you get red packets a lot? I mean, I think to be fair, it's one of those funny things still. Like, I feel like in my family with my cousins, it's still very much like we are the children and therefore like I'm not expected to give any money. Like my parents would give money to other people still. Like they would still give money to my cousins, even though they're like literally married. But <laughs> mm. like that's still traditionally, like my parents would still give the red packets out to like, I think it's more of like a seniority thing. Like, if you're yeah, yeah, yeah. a senior or if you're like, you know, an elder, sorry. Like, if you're an elder, then you would give it to your, like, um, you know, your, like, 
people below you so like as in like the kid the kids you know in a sort of inverted commas like not you know not actually children but mm. um the children of the family um I think is traditionally what is done for us anyway I mean obviously now like I I'm not gonna want to take money from my, my grandparents and stuff because it's like I really a I mean that's really great and really nice but also like I don't need you know them to give it to me it's a nice sentiment but um yeah, yeah. But you're not do supposed you, to reject it either though well yeah do you ever get the thing though when you know when you're in China and everyone's like fighting I mean a everybody fights to pay the bill but another thing again like people in my family always fight when it comes to like giving money like they'll give money and my parents are like no and they'll be like fighting <laughs> So like to like my grandparents will literally be fighting to give money and my parents are like no 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 like and I'll be like no honestly don't yeah because then you're like do you know when you're that awkward like I'm not supposed to accept it because your mum's like don't accept it and you're yeah like, oh but the auntie's like chucking it in your face and you're like what do I do <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> but like do you have it like when you receive them you always got to use two hands I think so. So the, do you know what? So again, it's been such a long time since we've done like Chinese New Year properly. And obviously, I think it would have been different if I was younger. Now that I'm an mm. adult, obviously, we don't do some of those traditions anymore. But like there's pictures of me from when I was much, much younger, like literally like a toddler, like doing like the whole like bay. And like, you know, when you go like to your grandparents and you're like sort of like go down and like sort of like bow to them and kneel on the ground and bow. There's like pictures of me from when I was <laughs> when I was literally like three like like bowing to my grandparents and like they're all like laughing at me obviously giving me like a red packet um so I think like traditionally like yeah you're supposed to obviously like it's your elders that give you the money and you're supposed to like almost be like really really thankful to them and like you know you're like yeah I don't even know how to like what the word is but you know what I mean like it's it's kind of like a like a sign of respect to them as well Mm. yeah no we've never I the only time I would like well I would bow I guess would be maybe like the wedding tea ceremony but we like I don't or haven't traditionally done that they just normally give me red packets and I just use two hands (laughs) and say like thank you and then like you're not supposed to obviously open them in front of yeah, um, no, the no. person that's gives bad it. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's bad. That's, <laughs> anyone that ever receives red packets, that's a big fat yeah, no. Yeah, bad etiquette. No, don't do that. <laughs> so let's talk. Like, do you have a favorite memory of Chinese New Year? Like, do you have a time that you're like, oh, you know what? I actually really liked that memory of Chinese New Year. I mean, I think it's again hard for me because a lot of my Chinese New Year's aren't done in the same way as like they would be normally, you know, where you have the whole family together. And I think normally, again, like I generally have only ever been back to China like two or maybe three times in my whole lifetime now for for Chinese New Year back with my whole family. So like in the past, we used to do, like I said before in previous episodes, I used to go to Chinese school. So, you know, we'd have other family members and part of Chinese school as well. We would do like celebrate for Chinese New Year together so obviously in Nottingham we've got quite a big Chinese community because Nottingham University's got a campus in China so as well as that there's obviously the Confucius Centre in part of the uni and we used to do like at the uni would put on big celebrations for Chinese New Year and then we would go and do like little performances or songs and stuff like performing within like the uni um and doing like big celebrations and obviously here in the UK you know you'd have like lion dancers and things like that and mm. obviously we never did that bit but you'd ha- you'd be part of that celebration as well which was always really nice because it was people like 
me and my family where we didn't have really any extended family in this country so we would all do the celebration together so I have really like fond memories of that actually and that was always really nice like that you know despite us not really having family and not being able to do the big celebration that we would like to do um, for Chinese New Year and I'm sure that my parents would have liked to do but we would still do it with other people who were kind of in the same position as us who didn't have you know family here and then also you know no one can afford to go back to China every single year for Chinese New Year and mm. plus it's always like we said you know it's always a changing date and it's always just after Christmas so like you can never get the time off either like my parents wouldn't be able to get the time off work obviously I'd be in school or you know uni so it was always really really hard to get Chinese New Year back in China so that's why this year it's extra special to be able to go back you know now that well I mean I say COVID's over but it's not over and obviously in China it's like actually worse (laughs) than everywhere else but as in you know we can still do like a more normal celebration um, yeah exactly previously but yeah how about you um so yeah I've only ever spent I think well from memory one Chinese New Year in Hong Kong and I probably would say that was my favorite only because like here like you do get as you said like the lion dances and stuff and especially in like Chinatown and everything and it is lovely but I don't feel like everyone celebrates it yeah so I think I can't remember how old I was now probably like seven or eight and we went back to Hong Kong to celebrate it and obviously like it's as you said like the red and the gold is everywhere and all the like decorations are up and we went back to our village and stuff and like we got so many red packets because my granddad was still alive and everyone's like, oh, were you his grandchild? And we were like, oh, yeah. And they're like, here, have a red packet. <laughs> and it's, they're obviously like small gestures. Like they're not a lot. It might be like a pound or two um, because you can get like the $10 and $20 yeah, yeah, like, yeah. notes. But it's the fact that me, me and my brother came back and we were like, oh, my God, we've got this massive chunk of like red packets. And it was like a proper celebration. Mm. and especially being back in like the village and like the countryside like I remember it so well like there's yeah. the um the what should we call it the not the fireworks what's the like the little cracker thing yeah the little cracker yeah. thing so they did that they had like a lion dance and like we got new outfits and yeah. I think that's like the proper time we actually celebrated it whereas like now it's like we have a lovely dinner with like family members yeah. and stuff but it's not like it is there so yeah, exactly. and I do think because like my granddad's passed now my grandma doesn't go back and like it's moved on quite a bit especially in like the villages you wouldn't get that sort of celebration again like it will yeah. be very different mm-hmm. even if I go back now like no one knows me and no one would connect me to my granddad or like the village and stuff like that so I think it'd be very very different so I do treasure that one quite a lot because mm. Like it does show like that more traditional side of like being Asian, I guess. Whereas yeah. I guess and like here, I feel like even for when we celebrate New Year here, it's almost like, oh, yeah, it's great. It's New Year. But there's not as many like traditions. No, exactly. I agree. Like. I think because obviously, I mean, in China, we also celebrate like normal New Year, you know, the passing of like one year to the next, like the normal calendar. 
but it's just a bit you know like there's nothing like you know it's just a new year okay but yeah like the traditions behind Chinese New Year and not just I suppose like again like we should probably mention that lots of other countries within sort of Asia celebrate the Lunar New Year and that is you know not necessarily just China but I know like Vietnam do Myanmar like there's so many places within Asia that celebrate the Lunar New Year as a whole Mm. thing um so you know I think all of each country will have their own tradition when it comes to the Lunar New Year but a lot of those countries will have similar traditions in that you know um whether it be the zodiac or whether it be like food or whether it be you know even just like the color red or giving red packets or something like that it's yeah there's just a lot more tradition and I think um yeah just I don't know it's just different isn't it like you know like traditionally here new year's kind of like a you go out for a big party (laughs) yeah yeah well that's what I was thinking like actually here now that you celebrate the new year and you celebrate like bit by partying or whatever and you're normally actually with like friends or if your family is still mm. like drinking and it's celebrating new year whereas I think with like Chinese new year they celebrate more like family yeah and, like celebrating it together as a family and coming into the new year together and where they wish you like good fortunes and stuff like that whereas you don't get that as much here where it's just like yeah it's, mm. it's we're celebrating going from 22 to 23 like yeah rather yeah. than yeah the actual celebration of like family which I think is actually a really nice thing yeah I suppose you could say because obviously in China and in a lot of Asian countries you know people don't celebrate Christmas I suppose you could say like Chinese New Year and the Lunar New Year is like our version of Christmas because like like I'm sure I mean I'm like in mainland China no one gets Christmas off like that's not a holiday whereas Chinese New Year everybody has off like everyone goes back to wherever their you know their family are from everyone travels back and you know it's a whole massive thing Mm. people get like the whole you know week or two off you know whereas like that is their big celebration that's their big holiday because um, yeah, so I, I yeah I saw an article where it was like the most flights that happen around like the southeast like Asian countries are during like the Chinese New Year period and obviously because yeah. it runs for so long everyone's trying to get back it's like the busiest time mm. and everything and it's just it is bizarre how like you come to like the western side and you just can't really see it as much yeah yeah and I think also like still in the UK and I suppose like anywhere in the West, like as much as there is a bit, you know, people now, I think more and more because of commercialization and stuff like that, there's obviously more like emphasis on like the Lunar New Year and Chinese New Year and obviously, like, you know, all this stuff. But I think still representation wise, it's still quite small, really. And, you know, for most British people, when they think of Chinese New Year, they probably just think of like the kind of stereotypical things rather than what the traditions are behind it and what the meaning of Chinese New Year really is for us. Oh, 100 percent. I think that's still like people still need to be educated. But I do find actually that it's getting it is getting better. Like MNS has released like their Chinese New Year range. Lego have uh, done. Um, I know everywhere's doing it. Yeah. And <laughs> I do find I don't know if it's because obviously everyone's online more or whatever, but I do find that this year there's a bit more like stuff that I don't know if they did it as much last year or if, I don't know if they marketed as much, but I definitely seen a lot more stuff. Mm. Um, 
I think it's also helped the fact that I follow so many like Asian groups now because yeah. of this podcast. Yeah, so, I know. <laughs> so there, a lot more people talk about it, which I think actually for me, it's a good thing because I wasn't really exposed to how everyone else celebrates. And it is quite nice because it's like, oh, like there are other people that really celebrate. Yeah. They're so keen on it. And it's it is really cool to see. Yeah. So. We should well, definitely think, keep up these traditions. <laughs> no, definitely. And I think also the Chinese community within the UK has grown a lot over recent years, I think. Like compared to when we were younger, I remember in terms of representation and just seeing other Chinese people, you wouldn't really see that many when I was young. Like, you know, you'd get a couple like, you know, students here and there, but not really as in like internationals. Um, and then there would just be like people like me who you know didn't really had like immigrated with their parents at a young age and that was kind of it whereas now I think because there's more like Chinese students as well around there's a lot more people who've immigrated and there's also like more people who are like us who've grown up here and actually um or like younger kids as well who are growing up in the UK um I think there's just more like a much larger community which then means that these celebrations are more widely celebrated as well which is really Mm. nice too because yeah it's nice to just keep the traditions alive even if you are like living in the UK or the US or wherever it is that you live um it's still nice to have that kind of like traditional celebration as well a hundred percent Um, But yeah, guys, let us know how you celebrate Chinese New Year. And we want to wish you a great year of the rabbit. I know. Um, I know. (laughs) And yeah, next week we'll be talking about the Zodiac more in depth. So obviously it's the year of the rabbit, but we'll talk about how it all started and our our Zodiac signs. So I will say it in Cantonese, but gung hei fat chai. And gong si fat Yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah, happy Chinese New Year. (laughs) 